Yo, this is the regular season sportscast. This is the acquired taste. Keith in the building. Tune in. Let's go. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Jesus Christ, every time I start watching these fucking games, it gives me agita. Especially whenever Michigan plays Ohio State at the end of the year. Fucking nauseating. Big rivalry. Oh, please. Fucking rivalry in my ass. It's so fucking, it's annoying because the past few years we should have had, you know, at least the win. Especially last year's game, it was like. You don't even know. Like, I have individuals who come up to me after the game, like, yo, what happened with Michigan? I'm like, eh, shut the fuck up. So they know you're Michigan. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Whatever. Well, yeah, now watching this game, it's like, they always they always find a way to start shooting themselves in the foot because the offense can't, um, they're not conditioned this year to stay in game. So it's like, whatever. Still love you guys. Been a Michigan fan since early 90s. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah, a long time. Fucking Tyrone Wheatley and fucking um, Charles Woodson. Uh, Elvis, Elvis Gerbach, not Ooh. Gerbach. Uh, uh, yeah, it was Gerbach. Yeah, around that time. Yeah, Ooh, Kansas City Chiefs. I remember him. Yeah, even uh, I um, leave the college sports to you. That's your thing. <laughs> I like Michigan as well because uh, they, you know, they have the Jordan symbol on there. Oh, that's what it is. Um, yeah, and I like the jersey. Something about the simplicity of it. It's nice. Yeah, I like it. It's very classic. Very throwback. And I always have these um. These fucking Notre Dame fans, it's like a Jesus Christ, whatever. In any case, I was yeah. like, by the way, we um, we, we we're glad that you ripped off our song, you pricks. <laughs> Not into Notre Dame. Why do they no. gotta be in their own conference? Why yeah, they gotta right. be independent. Well, you know, I, I can see why that they're independent. They don't they don't need to tie themselves. They have that lucrative contract with NBC, so they don't need to go anywhere. They're good. They're fine. No, they they they're guaranteed to be paid somewhere or another. Plus, you know, being a Catholic school and everything. Yeah. Uh, they gotta get money somehow. Whatever. So what um how was your song giving? As 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 us in the Spanish culture would say it was happy song giving. Yeah, it was good. Happy song giving. Did you cook? No, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't you know, I, I eat. I'm you eat you're, you're an eater? Yeah. Are you a cleaner? Cleaner? Yes, you clean like Yeah, the, I clean the plate. Yes, I was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that that's what you're 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 focal on. That's what I do. I stay away from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I make sure the TV is on football. Right. And uh, make sure there's, you know, I'll, I'll bring some coquito by. Oh, that's what it is. You know, something. That's one thing I can say as a as a Spanish, as a Puerto Rican person. I am not a fan of coquito. Really? No, I am not a coquito guy. Have you ever had some really good coquito? I'm not a coquito guy. Okay. <laughs> it's just something about milky substances and alcohol does not mesh well with me. I don't know why. Something about with the coquito. Yeah, love it. This, but like, I don't know. I, I see people put it by the gallons in, in their fucking refrigerator. <laughs> no, no. There comes to a point where after the first or second cup, you get tired of it, and then that's enough, and then you can yeah. break out the real stuff. Because everybody's like, oh, yo, I know this is coquito season. And I'm like, you got that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of. The regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jada Red Sante. Just Daniel in the building. I hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving because um, I'm one of those guys that's always forgetting that holidays is around. Like I always say, like forget to tell people 
like especially on the show this is the holiday edition of the regular season <laughs> like, I, it, it just escapes me do you also forget um anniversaries and uh important days like that no Kids birthdays and stuff like no that. that i'm not I'm, that i'm pretty good on and then plus okay. with, with facebook which now you're a part of now you welcome back to the social media world yes facebook yeah daniel nieves just daniel yeah you're instagram on and twitter yeah just daniel 86 you know one word this is 2017 you do know what year it is right yeah i um okay you know <laughs> we have to plug you back into the matrix. Back to the future is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I mean, no, now we have to pl- we have to plug you back in. But now that you're on there, no, I'm pretty good with that when it comes to like oh, like um, anniversaries and stuff like that. Like I'm kind of like I make it real simple because for me it's like uh, if so we didn't have like say uh, 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 my lady friend my my woman right at this moment we never really had like a date. So we just go with, and the first time we just started talking, that'll be the anniversary. So I just remember the date. That's that, that easy. It's that, it's that just simple. Pick a neutral date that you guys both remember. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We just okay. we just keep it to that. None of that. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the like and group page, the regular season sports cast. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi and on YouTube at the regular season sports cast. And like I said, just Daniel just got into the matrix. Yes. Give me some time. Still figuring it out. Has family found you yet? <laughs> Uh, I got a couple of uh, requests. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. I, I I just recently got a request from someone I knew from the neighborhood, and I look at the phone and I go, "You didn't even like me. Like, how did you?" It's just so many people that I forgot that I even knew that you and have now. They come up on your contacts and who you can send the request to, and I'm just like, remove, remove, remove. Yeah, remove. wait till wait till you see the friends you may know list. That's that like uh, that's the one that's gonna be the the. The kicker, because you're like, oh my god, and it's like, how do you know each other? Like, how yeah. do it's all connected? It's a like, yikes! I have an ex who knows a guy that I used to work with. I was like, well, yeah, fucking like, oh, <laughs> it's like, what the how the fuck y'all know each other? But yeah, but welcome back, welcome back to the world of um, it's, it's about 2017 time. In, in in the world. So now that you have it, now you get to see all the stuff. You get to share the the fake news, the whatever, the whatever it is in, in, in the world. Yes. Much Trump fake news will be on there. How's the cat? The cat's okay. The cat's got, like, for people who don't know, the got, cat's got cancer, and we're giving him antibiotics, and I got to hold him while the wife feeds him the medicine, and he's got a damn tube around his neck, and oh it's, it's a mess. Oh, my God. Are you good? It's a mess. It's a mess. So I, I, That sounds like way too much. That sounds like a lot. Did they, they have? Did they amputate the tail? No, they didn't, because they said the tail has too many nerves in it. Oh and my god! And if you god. amputate the tail, he might start losing control of his bowel movements. Oh my god! So I said you're gonna leave the tail on, and um, you know, we might be considering putting the cat down soon. But oh, I, but that uh, as we say in the Spanish world, in the, yeah. in the Puerto Rican world, bendito. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like it sounds like so much. Yeah, so you it's very sensitive. Yeah, for 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 the wife, yeah, very sensitive oh, okay. subject. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't hear last episode, did she? No, so we're not going to add anything to it. And um, uh, no, I'm, I'll just be, here, I'm just here to support. I'll be I'll be sensitive because because I had to deal with my own situation. I was telling you earlier that uh, super producer, uh, super super engineer AJ uh, had a little uh, a little spectacle for himself this past week, seeing as though that uh. Thanksgiving has arrived and, uh, in our Spanish culture, we have a, we have a delicacy we call perni, which is basically, uh, pork shoulder. The best. The best. If cooked properly, it's, if cooked it's, properly, it's amazing. Right. And by the way, I, I, I cook. I do cook. 
Okay. Yeah. Good well, for you. <laughs> that's the way of telling me. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Um, so if you, like, I, I, I cook it to a place to where when you actually lift it, the bone like pulls right off. Beautiful. Yeah. So I, this year, I, I, as I do every year, I give him the bone. And it's a, it's a thick bone. If you guys don't know it, if you're from another culture or whatever, it's a thick bone. So he's able to, 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 to gnaw on it for a while. And he's been, you know, for the past few years, he's been good. This year, um, I think it just fell in properly for him. When I walked in from work, it was just a travesty from the back room all the way up to the doorway was just vomit. He, nice. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a, and it, not just typical. It was just clingy. Uh, it was horrible. My daughter's like, Oh my God, it looks like something from like a horror movie. <laughs> it was just like bad. You see, this is why I don't have pets. I got to clean up after my children. Sometimes I got to clean up after the wife. I don't want to clean up after anything else. You know, I don't. What? But I understand that must have been tough for him. You know, you look like a dog guy though. Like you could have like a like like a pit. Yeah, or something. I've been called a dog a time or two, but I'm not a pet person at all. <laughs> like you, like a who can have a big big head Rottweiler or even a bulldog yeah. kind of dude. You know what's funny? I'll probably get a dog. Later in life, when I have my own house and have some space, right. you know, I live in a four floor walk up. Who's going to walk the damn dog every day? I hear you. You know, yeah, it is. It, is, it does get time, kind of tough. Shit. But with him, ah, after cleaning up after himself and lo- luckily my lady, she, she's a, she works in a veterinary, uh, hospital and she's, you know, rather than, you know, I said, what, what can I do for him? And I, I get the, you know, the typical woman thing, which is, why did you give him that? And I'm just like, yeah. Could you just tell me what it is that I can do to help him, please? She's a professional too. You need her advice. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like I got to hear this. So now this, you know, after a day, he got back to himself. He's back to his old self. He was eating. He's been in pain in the ass like he usually does. And that's all I said. Uh, you know, he's, he, he just ate, you know, he, he's back to normal. She goes, Oh, so try not to give him a bone. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't need this right now. I'm like, Work with me. That's <laughs> work it. With no me. Christmas, no Christmas bone. No, no penny for him. No Christmas penny for him. No next year Thanksgiving. Nothing. I that's think it. he's cut off now. Yeah, he's a little bit old. It's done. Ja, se pasó. It's over. It's, it's past. The moment's past for him. How old is he now? He's eight. Eight, he's eight years old. He's still. He's still, the fucker. Still goes, man. He looks in good shape. Yeah, he's, 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 he looks better than Michigan right now. He's in better, he's in better <laughs> shape than Michigan. Uh, so the holiday season now vastly approaching. Has uh, the kiddies uh, have they been given? Uh, uh, are they believers in Santa? Who your kids? No. Why not? How old are your they, kids? My 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 daughter's nine, and the other one's nine months old. She don't know any better. Okay, but, um, well, but your nine year old doesn't believe in Santa. No. Oh no. She That's... need Daddy Claus gets Why? the gifts. Why? And she needs to know that. Why? The sooner the better. Why? So she can love me more for buying her things. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> starving for starving for your child's love. Yes, yes. She needs to know where the goods come from. Okay, I think about four, four or five years old. I I broke the news to her that uh, we don't have a chimney and 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 we have gates right. on the window. Where's Santa coming through? He, he's big behind. Ain't walking on four flights of stairs. You know, I I I left the spectacle. My daughter's ten and she still believes. Good for her. That's she good. she believes it's because you know why. I mean, it's gonna gradually come out what it is, but. I always want to leave like that essence of, of pure and innocence with her because, you know, I want her to have that thought that, you know, even though, you know, mommy and daddy buys the gifts later on. Yeah. It's just the essence of what Christmas is supposed to be about, you know, being with family and giving and all that. And Santa works, Santa works through me. That, that's a beautiful thing. I, I bust the bubble quick. 
you put it. No Santa Claus. You put it, you put it, you stab that shit right out. There's no tooth fairy. Okay. <laughs> the money's coming from right from daddy's wallet. Okay. She's going to understand and knows what's what at a real age, at a young age. I can respect that though. Yeah. I can respect that. Because yours is more honest and truthful. What, yeah, it could be wild, it could be cold. Yeah. Where mine is more like, oh, it's so sweet and innocent. It's also, but you're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> And my daughter doesn't doesn't BS. She yeah. wants to be told the truth. Yeah. She was gonna tell you the truth. She's very outspoken, and um, you know, I I can't come to her with any type of foolishness. So so basically, your daughter comes up to you and says, "Daddy, this is what I want for Christmas," and just gives you the list. Oh yeah, the 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 Christmas list has been sent in already, and you know, <laughs> she put in her order. Yeah, she because that's what it is now. She's putting in her order. I mean, and, and I'm honest with her. She's the first thing on the Christmas. She's not she's not you know a greedy child. She she has good values. But um, the, about three, four things in the Christmas list, nothing crazy. But the mm. first thing on the list was a guinea pig. And I told her, well, you can scratch that right off the list. There ain't no more animals coming into this apartment. So, you know, Aww. replace that one. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to. We're gonna, we're gonna, what we do at work is that we have to make an amendment of this. Yes. We're gonna have to make- <laughs> an amendment request for the Christmas list. Yes, yes. We're going to have to cut this one. We don't have that in the budget right now. Especially what happened to the cat. I yeah. don't. I don't want to bring up the cat anymore. I'm sorry. No, it's over. It's over. So uh, this week we got on top. We have uh, this week's rant is going to be our rivalry. Since right now we're watching Michigan versus Ohio State, I want your thoughts about is rivalry still uh, relevant in sports? Also, uh, what is your best rivalries? Is there um, any any rivalries in all spectrums of sports that jump out at you? Be it uh, boxing, be it baseball, are they still prevalent? Also, we have. Um, uh, your best bets for the week of football. We're gonna do NFL preview and review, and also talking sports and shit. We're gonna have right a uh, little conversation about Carmelo Anthony and a special treat for you. Yeah, about this <laughs> young, man that I've uh, young mellow. Yes, You're grown the, to love the, the hoodie hoodie fab. <laughs> you, got, you got it going on. All right, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Got some got some paid advertisement this week. Uh, got a. Uh, if you guys are into wrestling, we have a promotion that's, that's out there that's coming through us. Uh, WWN and Evolve is presenting Evolve 96. So if you guys are in the New York City area, make sure you check out this event. Uh, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Coming to you this holiday season, WWN and Evolve Wrestling presents Evolve 96 from Queens, New York. Elmcore Youth and Adult Activity Center at 107-20 Northern Boulevard, Corona, New York. Saturday, December 9th, 2017. Bell time's at 8 o'clock. Doors open at 7.30 p.m. What better way to spend the holiday season by giving that special someone you love tickets to Evolve 96. On tap for the night. You have your WWN champion, Keith Lee. Evolve champion, Zack Sabre Jr. Matt Riddle. Tracy Williams and Stokely Hathaway. Fred Yee. Walter, A.R. Fox, Darby Allen, Austin Theory with Priscilla Kelly, and Jason Kincaid. Tickets are available on TicketFly.com. And if you use the promo code EVOLVENOW, get 10% off. Remember, EVOLVENOW at TicketFly.com. General admission is 25, second row is 40, first row is 50. But remember, if you use that promo code Evolve now, look for 10% off on your ticket price at TicketFly.com. Jump up on that first and second row now as soon as possible because tickets fly fast. 
WWNN Evolve presents Evolve 96. Get your tickets now for Evolve 96. Coming to you from Elcor Youth and Adult Activity Center in Corona, New York. And remember, card is subject to change. Okay, this is Joey Sykes uh, congratulating Jay Santi on his 100th uh, episode, TRSS. Keep it strong. This week's rants. So right now, like I said, we're watching Michigan and Ohio State, and it just made me ponder, like, are rivalries still prevalent? Like, I know in, like, this week is, like, the big matchups in college football. All the big rivalry games are on, like, um, Auburn versus Alabama, um, Lulde versus Socorro from down the block. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, the, you know, those two old biddies have been going at it for 25 course. years. Who got the pedo coquito and the limbes? Like, where's she at? <laughs> but like, in, in just in sports in general, like, I've seen that rivalries have become, to me now, they, they seem to be more manufactured business wise. Like, there's more of a, uh, media and even, to some in some instances where players and teams themselves impose these rivalries just so they can have some type of media blitz about it. For instance, the other day we saw um, Golden State and o- o- OKC go at it, and you saw like a little yeah uh, confrontation between Kevin Durant and well, Russell Westbrook. You see that? Do you see anything? If there's any prevalence to this day to rivalries? Well, that definitely wasn't manufactured. I think there's a valid point to your argument where. Some of the major rivalries, Yankees, Red Sox, Auburn, Alabama, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, they are manufactured. And I think that's a testament to even some rivals, rivalries in the NBA. I think it's a lack of hatred for one another that these this younger generation has towards their counterparts. Right. There's more respect and there's more love for your opponent. These guys mm. hang out during the offseason. They train together. So... There's less of a I hate this guy, I hate this city factor in it. So that, yeah. that has diminished the rivalry. But to me, there's 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 no doubt when there's substance there, like there is with OKC and 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 um Golden State with Durant and Westbrook, mm. they went at it. Right. That was fun, enjoyable game to see, and it's early in the NBA season, so that was fun to watch. It's funny because you uh, Josie's boy, call me when it's over dot com, uh CMWIO.com. He's made a mention that and I've even said to myself, I says, I don't even think they beef like Russell Westbrook and Durant. I even have a beef. Like I don't. I think they're just cool now. They just like to like they want to make it look like. I think. A, I, I, I think whatever they had before is done, and then now it's like. Hey, you may it. be right. It may not be as bad as what the media is portraying it to be. But during that game, they were going at it, right. and and Durant got in Westbrook's face and called him a very nice word that starts with a P and ends with a Y. Uh, so that you know, there's there's some substance there. A posy, like a flower, like the, the Some, something like something that. like that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Josie's boy has said in your in in your um in your your the, the conversation which you discussed about trash talking, why you said you don't understand why if you're losing, why you're still trash talking. Yeah. He just wants to let you know, yeah, because <laughs> he is a trash talker. Okay. He oh, says I can see uh, already. Yeah, yeah. He says he says you you are to continue to trash talk because you want to still get the person that you're trash talking with out of their game, okay. so you can say at least. Um, your team may be winning, but you still ain't shit because you okay. ain't, you're not doing anything <laughs> for your team. So you still want to keep that going. But I think with rivalries, 
Like, you know, I, I still think you mentioned the Yankees and Red Sox. Like, it's that's supposed to be a beef that's like forever long. And now I think these days it's just like, eh, I don't think people really care about it. Although if you go to a game, yeah. like it's it's bananas. Like it goes into, but in, in a in a larger scope, I don't think really fans even care about it as much anymore. I don't like outside of it. You know, you go to it because, um, you 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 you're you're there. You're in the environment. You're yeah. in the essence. But as in for, you know, I don't see anybody really beefing like that. Boston versus uh, 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 Lakers versus Celtics. Uh, Knicks Bulls. Um, uh, Giants Cowboys. Like you, you, these are rivalries that used to have like such such hatred for each other. And like you don't even you don't even see it these days. Yeah, well, it it does pop up here and there. Like you said, you go to a game, you feel it. You go there in person, you feel it. If you, you cannot wear a Dallas Cowboys jersey and go into Philadelphia and not, and, and sit down there with your family and have a nice time. Right. They, they will rip you and make you want to right. that game. So it's definitely still alive and well. But because of what you mentioned, because there's more corporate dollars involved, especially with college sports, it's, it has been diminished to, to a substantial amount. But I still think rivalries are, alive and well to a degree less than what it was but you know i most of the major sports that i like were built on the intrigued me because of rivalries you know what i'm saying i would have never got into boxing if, if my father didn't put on that ali versus frazier right Madison square garden you know so i was also gonna that, that's a good that's a good point because i was gonna mention that as well because not even in boxing we don't see it anymore like yeah. we don't see like that those, those, those. Well, that long goes. Lasting. That goes to your testament about it being all about the money now. Now the mm-hmm. boxers have their own promotions, and they're not going to take fights on certain days on certain opponents. It's it's become very much about the dollars because the money in sports has become so insane that it's less about the love for a lot of these athletes, and it's more about the money. So yeah, I, I, it just makes me think about Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> like the, absolutely. Those are the those are like the rivalries that I remember from. Back in my yore. Um, but it, it, it also makes me kind of sad because, because I always look forward to having, you know, that, those, those competitions or those, uh, those, those conversations, which by the way, I'm always at the freaking losing end of that stick anyway, especially being a Mets fan. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, I feel you on that one. Mets and Phillies, like it, there was always a, a conversation or, um, uh, especially like the Giants and oh, even now recently, like the, it was always now it's like New England and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the Patriots exactly. and everybody. It's not, and it's not, let's get this straight. Okay. Coming from New England, I'm a big Jets fan, New England Jets. It's not a rivalry. Right. If you're always getting beat. Right. That good, good okay. point. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take that one off the board. No way. No. We had one playoff game victory against them a few years ago. We thought we were right back in the mix, but no. They've dominated for the last ten years. Yeah, it's like uh, Steelers, Browns, like that. You know, you've seen, you've seen a a, a plethora of of rivalries that I don't know. I don't think I don't even think they exist anymore. And it's unfortunate because, like I said, it's it's one of those things to where I was watching this morning on on ESPN. You saw uh, a Michigan crowd, and you had this one guy standing in the middle wearing his Ohio State's get up, and everybody looked like they really wanted to rip his fucking head yeah. off. But I will say one thing: sports are the best you get the best moments in sports when there is a true rivalry when there is a two teams or two individuals that genuinely dislike each other that's when the best moments of sports are made you know um 
Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran. You know, no one will yeah. forget that rivalry because these two guys really did hate each other. Right. Like, uh, oh, even, um, uh, was it, um, Hagler Hearns? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those, those, those. Pete Sanford's Andre Agassi. Yeah. There you, you know, go. when these guys don't like each other, there's competitive balance involved and one guy's trying to one up the next. It, it gets real. Federal Natal, like that kind of thing. Definitely. Manning versus Brady. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. But, the 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 rivalry of the two vanillas like <laughs> I think I think Brady's won that one. Can I, you safely say yeah, that now? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even a big Brady guy, but it's you just have to respect the greatness. Yeah, 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 that could be true. But now, is there any way that um we look at for the future, like any developing rivalries that that can be uh coming to 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 the surface now? Well, I mean, we can jump from sport to sport. NBA, you got a nice little. Rivalry brewing between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Los Angeles Lakers because they both have young upstart, right? You know, talents and they're both trying to rebuild, which was once what was once historic franchises. So you got that going on. I mean, what else can you say? Uh, can you think of anything new that's brewing up recently? No, uh, I, I like with the newer teams, especially in the, in the NFL, like I, I want to see something more develop with the with like teams like the Titans, like those kind of teams, or like the Texans, like like their own little rivalries that should be coming up in the ranks. Like I, I want to see newer newer teams develop their own little things. Like we can't see the 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 old garb you know, yeah, trying to you, transition over. Well, you got to be interesting to promote a rivalry. You got to yeah. have characters, and as far as Tennessee's concerned, you got. Blah, Marcus exactly. Mariota, you know. Well, that's the one thing that's interesting about um the NBA because LeBron is like uh hated by everybody, and it, it seems like with LeBron, everybody's a rivalry with him now. Like even you, you get a lower level level team, and he's like, he's, yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the fucking Ric Flair. Yeah, well, the, yeah. when you're the best, people are gonna try to come for the throne, and and I think I think. That aspiration, that competitive nature was the determining factor in Kevin Durant moving to Golden State mm-hmm. to get that ring, to beat LeBron, to mm-hmm. unseat the king, you know? And, um, intelligent sports fans are still always going to say, even in his 15th year, that LeBron's still the best player in the world. But, but I give you Durant's a close second. Right. But, yeah. So what are you guys' opinion? I'm probably going to put it up on a, on a page this week. Uh, best rivalries with that in sports. See what you guys are thoughts about it. Because, uh, I, I, I find it interesting that, Rivalries is something that you look forward to, especially when you know it's on the schedule for every year and you want to see it happen. And, you know, sometimes when it gets late in the year and you see your team is either like six and fucking nine and it's like, eh, what's the point of this fucking game? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> or you're, you're in the NBA and you already know your team is like 11th in the, in the, in the division and in the conference and, you know, your, your rival has the number one seed is like, who cares? It's, yeah. So, uh, what you guys thoughts? We'll, we'll, we'll check you guys out in a minute with that. When we come back, Just Daniel's gonna have his best bets and we're gonna do NFL preview and review. Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. Yo, it's your boy, TRS News Superstar, signing, rap of the year. This is what we're doing here. This your guy, Fashion. And you're here listening to the regular season sportscast. Yeah! Just then, he's going to have his uh, best bets of the week. 
How's the betting been going so far? Not bad. Did okay on Thanksgiving. We were a disappointing one and two last week. <laughs> and we're three and three overall in the year, which means we're losing the uh, big money. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, 56%, right? That's what we're looking at? That's what we're looking at. So we're falling short of that. I'm disappointing the viewership right now. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, it could be worse. We could ask we uh Having the uh, the bookies knocking at our doors trying to clip our kneecaps. So <laughs> no, be never, one of those. never that. Pay your uh. bills on time. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got over there? All right, we got four games we're looking at this week. We got Seattle, the depleted Seattle Seahawks, going yeah. up to the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. You know, Seahawks are dealing with injuries. They, um, Cam Chancellor, done for the year. Gone. Sherman, top Gone. Achilles, out for the year. Mm-hmm. Offensive line in shambles. We, we spoke about that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Niners coming off a bye week, getting a couple players back a little bit healthy, mm-hmm. and Seattle's favored by six and a half. So you want to pick them, they got to win by seven. So all those things going in Seattle's, going in the Niners' favors, I'm going to take the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks to win by seven. They lost last week's game on Monday night to Atlanta by a field goal. Mm. That's another thing, too. Blair Walsh, how bad is... How bad is their kicker? Yeah, it, 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 that that was a gimme for him. But why would you sign him? Yeah, exactly. He it's missed a, that playoff field goal in Minnesota, uh, for Minnesota when they played Seattle a couple of years ago. Listen, they also had uh, what, what was um what game was it? It was just uh, Thanksgiving. They had a uh, oh my god, it just it just escaped my 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 head. It was uh I think it, I think it was Detroit and Minnesota. No, no, no. What was the the, the second game? Um. Dallas and uh, San Diego? Right. San Diego lost oh, their fucking their, their place kicker, and they had a punter in there. Novak. And, and he was kicking fucking field goals for them. But they were missing everything left and right. <laughs> why, why weren't they just not... Why weren't they just go for two every time? <laughs> right. Anyway, that's a different story. Right. So I'm going to take Seattle, minus six and a half to win by seven. They have championship pedigree. Russell Wilson is playing on fire. Last three games, he has a QBR of a buck 20 and better mm-hmm. and they need this game they desperate desperately need this game and i expect them to play better uh game number two the buffalo bills at the kansas city chiefs guess how much you know kansas city is going to be favored right? right guess how much kansas city's favored by eight and a half ten damn ten if you want them to win they got to win by 11 damn now i'm going to take the bills here not to lose by 11 tyrod taylor is back after uh mcdermott's sean mcdermott's uh, coaching his experiment snafu. his yeah. experiment so that didn't go too well Tyra Taylor has a point to prove he knows at this point he's not going to be back with Buffalo next year so he's auditioning for other teams at this point and I think he's a capable quarterback I don't think he's a franchise guy but he can win some games and he's the best quarterback on their roster right now by the way that game was atrocious he, Peters had what uh, five, five interceptions, interceptions at two halftime a, two or two a return for a touchdown I believe at halftime yeah and you saw what happened in that game after the third interception Tyrod Taylor gathered the offense, including Nathan Peterman, and gave them kind of a rah-rah encouragement, let's support this rookie speech. Right. So that was very telling to me personally about Tyrod Taylor's uh, maturity and, um, you know, leadership. Yeah. It, it showed something. It right. showed something for me to be interested to sign him in the offseason if your team that's before quarterback. But um, I'll take the Bills in this game not to lose by 11. Tyrod Taylor, something to prove. And... You know what's happening. Mm. Winter is coming. Oh. So instead of Alex Smith turning into Jon Snow, he's going to turn into a white walker and can't <laughs> throw the ball past five yards ever again. So the the Chiefs just signed, interestingly, Darrell Revis. Did you see that? Nice. 
Yeah, I did. And it's funny because I was just mentioning the other day. I said, where the hell is Revis at? Like, I I went looking for him and I saw he him at the bar. He I apparently figured, took eleven weeks off. Yeah, yeah, I saw him at the bar. He was like, "Yo, I'm getting, in, I'm getting in shape." I'm so <laughs> I think, I think that's gonna help the Chiefs out. Their their secondary is depleted, and the, Revis is not being brought in to be the number one. Mm-hmm. You have Marcus Peters there, and he'll Revis will most likely shadow cover the second, the team's second best receiver. Right. But anyway, I like the Bills in this game. Okay, you got the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee is favored by three and a half. You want to pick them, they got to win by four. So Indy's coming off a bye, okay? And Tyrod um, Brissett is a little bit banged up. They're at home and they're coming off a bye, so they should be a little bit well-rested. But I like the Titans in this game, even though Corey Davis, their first-round rookie, hasn't been that great. And their ground game, as opposed to last year, has been very much slowed down. DeMarco Murray has slowed down. Mm. And a lot of people are clamoring for Derrick Henry to get the ball more. So I don't think I don't expect Murray to be back next yeah, year. Yeah, I've been wanting for Derrick Henry to get the ball more. Yeah. Man. And and also Marcus Mariota, he looks a little banged up. Mm. He looks like I think for him to be as effective as he can be, he needs to run. And right now he's staying in the pocket. I don't know if his his leg is still bothering him, his right. knee. But um Anyway, I, I like Tennessee to win this game. It's a must win for the Titans in their playoff hopes in a weak AFC division. So hopefully they can pull it off. Last game I really like. We got four games this week, and this is probably my game of the weekend, and a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy. The LA Rams at home are favored by two points. You want to pick them? They got to win by three against the New Orleans Saints. Mm. Everyone knows the Saints are on fire. The whole year they've been... Ground and pound with Kamara and Ingram as soon as they got rid of um, Adrian Peterson. And last week when they needed a game against Washington, they needed Breeze to step up. They haven't been asking him to throw. He stepped up and he led him to a victory. That being said, I I like what I saw from the Rams this past week, even though they lost to Minnesota. They hang tough. Jared Goff showed some poise, and he showed to me that he can – Despite some pressure, maybe in a playoff game, he can withstand against what I think is the best defense in the NFL, which is the Minnesota Vikings. So take this stat. Saints are rushing for a league-high 4.8 yards per carry. The New Orleans Saints, when have they been ever known as a running team? Not in a long time. Not in a long time. Especially when you got a guy like Drew Brees behind the helm. Now, best running team against one of the best defensive fronts in the Rams. You got... um, Aaron Donald as a mm-hmm. defensive tackle and Alex Ogletree probably one of the best linebackers in the NFL. If I was to tell you right now, week 12, who has more touchdown passes? Jared Goff or Drew Brees? I would have... The the the, the, the census would have said Drew yeah, Brees. Yeah, we made a bet on that in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Week 12, who's got more touchdown passes? 99% of people go Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Jared Goff has 16 TDs to Brees' 15. Right. Okay. So that's a testament to what the offense they're running in New Orleans, ground the pound game. They need but, to throw the ball. Sammy Watkins needs to touch the ball a little bit more because well, you're he messing, is. Yeah, yeah. Because you're messing me up somewhat in fantasy football. So get your game up. Well, I got good news for you. Robert yeah. Woods, their leading receiver, is out. He's right. out multiple weeks. Some are saying that he might be done for the year. So let's see what happens. I actually like Cooper Cup to be involved more in the passing game. Right. So you know, I got him on my fantasy team, by the way. <laughs> so um, you know, with the Rams' defensive front. And Jared Goff's poise and ability to throw the ball accurate, especially on deep passes. I'm going to take the Rams over the Saints by three. 
So these are my four games of the week. I like. Hopefully, we can at least go three and one and get back to a winning record. Yes, please. Because like I said, I don't. I don't need the the bookies coming and knocking that door, like trying to come from my fingertips. I also made a little bit quan this weekend on San Diego at minus one and a half, and they completely obliterated the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes, and uh, we'll we'll get to that in a minute because that that, that cowboy the, um, that cowboy country look is uh, getting a little bit uh dark over there. So when we come back, guys, NFL preview and review, gonna run that down. I'm going away, guys. Stick around. December 9th, 2017, WWN and Evolve presents Evolve 96, coming to you from Corona, Queens, Elmcore Youth and Activity Center, 107-20 Northern Boulevard, Evolve 96, hard-hitting action, family-friendly, quick and intense. In your face, pro wrestling. If you're in the New York City area, make sure you check out Evolve 96. Tickets available at ticketfly.com and use the promo code Evolve Now. Evolve Now for a 10% discount on all tickets available. On that night, you will see the WWN Championship match. Keith Lee defends against Big Walter. A no rope breaks match between Matt Riddle versus Fred Yehai. A non-title special attraction match. Evolve's champion Zack Zaber Jr. versus DJZ. Austin Theory with Priscilla Kelly versus Darby Allen. Also, be on the lookout for a special guest appearance by NXT's own William Regal. And make sure you go to TicketFly.com and enter the promo code EVOLVE now. Come out to the MCOR Youth and Adult Activity Center in Corona, Queens to check out WWN and EVOLVE's EVOLVE now. Get that special someone for the holiday season. Them tickets to EVOLVE 96 in Queens, New York. MCOR Youth and Adult Activity Center in Corona, Queens. Tickets are available once again at TicketFly.com using the promo code EVOLVENOW. Remember, card is subject to change. WWN and EVOL present EVOLVE96. Get your tickets now. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. NFL preview and review. As always, uh, 
with the holiday. Thanksgiving, they gave us uh, three games. Remember, during the years, it was just uh, the two games that you always remember. Two teams you always knew that was going to play was Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions. That's right. Those those you already knew were going to play. Now it's like they give you one more game. You get the bonus game. The bonus game. The Trash Giants versus the always tough luck loser Redskins. Oh, Jesus. All right. Another game in which the, the Giants show them why they are the shittiest team and fuck, well, semi, almost shittiest team in the NFL. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What, you know, I, I try to tell these people, I try to tell people who, who don't understand what's going on with, with, with the Giants is that you got a quarterback who's on his way out the door sooner or later. And you have an offensive line that's out the door since the beginning of the season. Yeah, never came in yeah. to the room. You had a you have a banged up uh, receiving core. It's it's all around. It's universal. Then you're playing a game, a team like Washington who can be hot and cold. And you 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 were tough early on. You were gritty. You 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 were in the game. The Giants got so many issues. And then yeah, okay, they didn't address the offensive line. Their top two receivers are hurt. Okay, Sterling Shepard, the third young guy, has been in and out the lineup with injuries. They have a glorified coordinator as a head coach. The tight end had a really bad game. Yeah. Which I thought that would have been his game for him to shine. They have a quarterback whose one foot is out the door, 36 years old. He can't... I think I think he can still play another year. He's got to have the... A lot of talent around him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna look like they're gonna injure, they're gonna injure himself, or they're gonna get him out by injury and stuff. By you could, you could turn it if you want. Yeah, it's good, it's good now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for the uh, the earlier games, uh, it, it's it's I I always find it funny that I actually have to wake up during Thanksgiving and and remember that oh shit there are fucking games on this early in the morning in the afternoon shit. I, I love it. I can't wait for it. Twelve <laughs> o'clock, twelve thirty comes. Don't ask me. To do anything else, tell me when the food's ready and turn the game on. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Oh boy, what a difference one player makes, right? I, I well, it's it's been more than one player for them the last few weeks. Zeke has been out that he missed his third game, but also Ty- Tyron Smith was out that right. left tackle for two games. He came back on Thursday, and Sean Lee has been out. Sean, Sean Lee's, Lee's the captain right. of the defense, right? Okay, and you see what happens when he's not there. Right. That defense is completely clueless. Mm-hmm. They have. No standouts. I mean, the Cowboys did try to address the situation in the draft. They drafted Taco Charles and another kid in the secondary, but it hasn't translated into a good or tough defense. Philip Rivers, old man Rivers, Mr. Bolo tie wearing nine kids with my one wife. Mm-hmm. Those 27 for 33 for 434 yards and three touchdowns. 67 points in my fantasy football. Unbelievable. Game. Thank you. 67? 67. No way. Yeah. Wow. It's a, little, it's a little extra on my other league. Keenan Allen is back, eleven catches for a buck seventy two in the touchdown. Right. So, by the way, I was pissed off at that Giants on Redskins game because I have Jay Crowder in my other league, and um, he ain't been really doing much. Well, Jay Crowder, I always thought was going to make a comeback this season, and he yeah. started to before the Chris Thompson injury. Right. But after he went down, now he's just gobbling up all those. Yeah, and I'm going. Uh, yeah, I saw what you did there. Okay. <laughs> He's gobbling up all those underneath routes, all those targets. Yeah, and I was like, I, I sat up for this game, and then all of a sudden, great, twenty nine points sitting on the bench. Fucking thank you. I played him in all league. Don't worry about it, prick. So, uh, <laughs> what, 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 what other games stood out for you uh, this past uh, 
Well, Minnesota was impressive, man. They completely took control of the division. They're nine and two now, sent Detroit back to six and five. Detroit would have won that. They would have been seven and four. They would have been right on the cusp of challenging for the division and putting themselves in a wild card spot. Um, how about Case Keenum, man? This guy, this guy's a career backup. Sam Bradford gets hurt. Not only does he step in and do the job, he goes 21 of 30 for 282 yards, two touchdowns, one more rushing. He's been completely the savior and MVP of that offense right now. Their defense is spectacular, and now they have a healthy Teddy Bridgewater, and they can't even go back to him now. And how tough, uh, I, I, not only Case Keenum, but how tough is freaking Matt Stafford, though? That, that kid was taking some shots, man. No, Stafford is a baller. Yeah, man. Stafford is a baller, and and, and I think that streak of not having a 100-yard rusher yeah. is like 70-plus games. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Can Who is the general manager in Detroit? Can we get him somebody couldn't they have traded for an Adrian Peterson? Couldn't they have drafted a running back? They haven't had a hundred yard rusher in over seventy games. That that's ridiculous. Matt Stafford's always getting hit, and he's always coming up clutch in the fourth yeah. quarter. He can't do do it by himself. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, like I said, we, we I think we mentioned it uh, in a previous episode. Detroit's always that team that you always feel should be better than they really are, and they and, just find a way to shoot themselves in the foot. And it's funny how people were bashing. The Detroit Lions for, for making Stafford the highest paid quarterback. It, it's a matter of circumstance. You always try to one up the last contract, but imagine where the Lions would be without Stafford. Yeah, it's true. Just think about that. Where would they be without Stafford? Yeah, it's true. And it, it, it's, it's also another thing to where Detroit is a, such a flourishing football team. We, uh, we just saw you know, the state of Michigan themselves. They're, they're such a big football state and we can't get them. F- out of the first round of the playoffs or even yeah, in the playoffs. And they have such a good fan base. They do. People from Detroit are, are, are passionate. They love their sports. And I don't know what's wrong with Michigan, man. They can't beat Ohio State. They can't have clean water. And their football team sucks. Yeah, so it's a terrible thing. So coming up this week, we have uh, games on uh, on our Sunday radar. Uh, just going to do some rundowns for you. Uh, Browns at Bengals. Oh, 0-10 Browns. Bengals not really playing for anything four and six. A, a, a rivalry from years past that looks like it's irrelevant these days. Yeah, it'll be tough because they know each other, play each other twice a year, but that game really, uh, I, I wouldn't want to call that game. Uh, I got Panthers and Jets. Um, Panthers need this one. They're seven to three. They're trying to keep pace with the Saints for the division. Are gonna, Jets are going to be a, a tough out coming off a bye. They're well rested. McCown's playing well, and uh, that's not going to be an easy game for Cam on the road. Do you know how many it, tomorrow? Tomorrow's that game in which everybody and their mother's gonna be at because at uh, MetLife Stadium because it's one of those youth football uh, ticket giveaway days where they gave all the kids who play youth football in New York, okay, in Jersey. So that upper tier is gonna be just fucking all kids running around going crazy. Yeah, that's dope. Listen, when you Met go Fat to a Man f- is going, shout out to Met Fat yeah, Man, the Turnbuckle Tabloid. He'll listen, be in the, building. the kids. I'll be honest with you. You go to a football game now. The kids are more well behaved than the adults in the upper stands. Okay, <laughs> you got the animals up in the up in the upper stands. Trust me. You got Titans versus Colts on that game. You already made a pick for that one. Yeah, I like the Titans in this game. Uh, Buccaneers at Falcons. Oh my goodness! Can we can we talk about Jameis Winston? And for a second, now allegations of him groping Uber drivers, whether they're true or not. Why he's put? Why are you putting yourself in these positions? Um, you know, there's certain times when you're in an Uber and you just got to feel the need to. 
He should not be taking Uber Group anymore. <laughs> Take him by yourself, <laughs> no, Jameis. No, no. What are you doing? No, what are you no doing Uber calling an Uber anyway? No you have Uber, millions of dollars. Right. You should have your own personal driver. Hey, listen, exactly. Maybe you know. Maybe it was one of those days he was drinking and you know. Damn. Call a, the. You know the NFL offers free security service to NFL players. Really, free taxi cabs from the NFL service to NFL players. That, that's what I said. I never understand why we still have to deal with individuals who get DUIs and shit like that. Use your resources. You uh, know what it is because players want to take their own Lamborghinis and sports cars out to show the club. Off. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Got Dolphins versus Patriots. I I liked the Jay Cutler signing coming into this year. Yeah, I him and Adam Gaze used to work with each other back in the in in, in Chicago. Chicago, yeah. And I thought it would translate well. I think I think Miami got off to a bad start with and Tampa Bay too, for that matter, with the Hurricane having to miss Game One, travel mm-hmm. with their families, and I think it's really hurt both teams. But I expected more from Jay Cutler. I was. I'm actually a fan of Matt Moore. I actually like when he comes off the bench after Jay when when Jay Cutler is. But um, you see what happened when he started and played against Baltimore. Right. He couldn't do anything. Right. He's more of a relief guy. Yeah. Jay Cutler and Matt Moore at this point it's basically a wash. Might as well go with Moore. Uh, you got our Bears at Eagles. Uh, Philly's nine and one. <laughs> the spread in this game is 14 points. Shit. They're gonna get down early, and John Fox doesn't believe in throwing the ball with a young quarterback who needs to throw the ball to be successful. So the Bears are in trouble in this game. Is Trubisky gonna be like the the their their flagship quarterback over there? I think it's too early to call, yeah. and I think it's not fair to judge Trubisky. Yet, because he has a defensive-minded coach, I think Fox is gone at the end of the season. You saw how bad golf looked last year with Der- with uh, Jeff Fisher. Right. You bring in a young, offensive-minded coach, get some weapons around him. They have no receivers out there, okay? So you got to give him a chance. You got Bills and Chiefs. Bills and Chiefs, we spoke about this earlier. Kansas City at home, favored by 10 points. Tyrod Taylor is starting. It's getting colder. Alex Smith is starting to throw deep less and less. Um, I like the Chiefs to win this game, but for it to be a close game. Uh, we mentioned earlier Seahawks and 49ers. Do you play Garoppolo? I know they already said they're not playing him. He's a free agent at the end of the year, but you got six games left if you're the Niners. Don't you want to throw him out there and see what he can do before he becomes a free agent and you pay him all that money? Yes. You yes. do. You yeah. would play him. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, I mean, it's like, it's like having a freaking, uh, 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 uh like Maserati and you're just not driving it. I'm driving it every day. Yeah, he's just, even to work. Yeah, he's just sitting. You're just sitting and having in the parking lot just to stare at it. It's like, yeah. what's the point? I get it. That offense is very difficult to to grasp, and they're giving him some time. But I expect to see Garoppolo within the next week or two. You got Broncos at Raiders. Uh, is the Ra- is it over for the Raiders? For the Raiders, yes, they're four and six. Their defense, their offense doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, it seems like they've regressed. The Marshawn Lynch signing hasn't worked out for them, and they're the only team in the NFL. This is week 12. They're the only team in the NFL that does not have an interception on defense. Do you know how hard it is for that to happen? That's crazy. And Marshawn Lynch, I, I'm really, I, as much as I like him, I think he he's becoming more of a fan of celebrity than it is to be a football player. I mean, he enjoys, it looks like he enjoys playing at home. Yeah. But, you know, with his, you know, with his web series and his social media series on, on Bleacher Report and all that stuff, um, it's... It, it looks like he, he he's more of a fan of that than you make you make a very good point. Same thing with Cutler. I think they were done with football. I think they saw an opportunity to get get one more paycheck, mm. and it made perfect sense for Lynch. It was his home team. He didn't have to travel far, and he took it. And you know, it just hasn't worked out. Uh, Saints at Rams, best game of the weekend. Two first place teams, two teams that are hot. Rams coming off a loss, but the Saints are on fire. Rams are at home. Minus two and a half is the spread. 
And I, I like LA in this game. Jaguars at Cardinals. I don't trust the Jaguars. Really? That, I, I like them in this game. I would think the defense will hold up for this team. Yes, but I think they already made the, Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone have made their decision on their quarterback moving forward. Mm. I don't think Blake Bortles is with this team next year. And I mean, even though they're going to win that, they might win that division. Do you trust Jacksonville in a playoff game? Do you trust Blake Bortles in a playoff game? No. Nah. Yeah. It is, it is shaky over there. You got uh, Packers at Steelers. Packers at Steelers, Sunday night football game. Pittsburgh is actually favored by 14. Listen, you're thinking about it like this. This was a Packers at Steelers Sunday night game in which it was uh, Aaron Rodgers going against Yeah, the, NB- the NBC executives have to be pissed, pissed to say the <laughs> least. Yeah. This is going to be our lowest rated game ever. But the Steelers, I bet you this is a good game because the Steelers have the Steelers are known for playing down to the level of their competition. Yeah. So this might wind up being a good game. Uh, Monday night game, you have the Texans at Ravens. Yeah, Texans, I mean, Ravens are going to win this game. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're still in the playoff hunt. They're favored by seven points. I want to give some credit real quick to, to Bill O'Brien. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want him fired. He succeeded as the offense coordinator in New England. He did a good job in Penn State. And every year with the Texans, he's either 7-9 and nine or 8-8. Eight and eight, And they just have no quarterback. Yeah. They just have no quarterback. So... Once yeah. um once 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 big man on campus went down, it was just like ugh. Yeah, exactly. It's, ugh. But they they do have a bright future with Watson. So. Yeah, hopefully hopefully he uh, he comes back better than ever next year. So guys, when we come back, we gotta talk sports and shit, and uh yeah more more shit going down on the show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Sean Lights out, Merriman, and you're listening to TRSS. Man, we talking sports and shit. All right, Mister Just Daniel, we have some sports that we need to convey to the masses. So, uh, what's the rundown we have over this, sir? So, a report came out, stated that your boy, Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> is the most overrated player in the NBA today. Or was it the last 10 years? I, it's, it's looking that way. It's, it, it really is looking that way. Now, everybody knows I'm not a huge Melo fan. No. Okay, I'm a huge Knicks fan, not a huge Melo fan. So, I, but I want to come at this objectionably. You know, reasonably, and I want to just state facts and the truth. So tell me what you think about it oh, first, about the, the article. The floor is yours. Okay. So let's talk about just his stats for a second. This is his 15th season in the NBA. Okay. He's a 10-time All-Star, and his career averages are 25 points a game, 6.5 rebounds a game, and 3 assists. Mm. Mind you, he's 6'8", 240 pounds. Okay. Some of his pros. So those are amazing stats. Okay, Hall of Fame bounce stats. He can retire today, and in five years, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Let's talk some pros. Carmelo's made the playoffs 10 times in his career. Seven times with the Nuggets, three times with the Knicks. Okay, another pro. He's never seen him seven years, 82 games a year with the Knicks. He's This man is not afraid to take a big shot at the end of the game. Right. That's a fact. Okay, so you got to give him credit for that. A lot of guys don't want to take that shot at the end of the game. He's an elite an elite NBA scorer. You got to give him that. Mm. He's a purist. He can score the ball many ways, shoot inside, outside, uh, back to the basket, face up, pure scorer. Okay, so let's give him credit for all of these things. Now the cons. Uh-oh. This is, this is where it gets tricky. Carmelo Anthony, despite making the playoffs 10 times, has been to the conference finals game once. Mm. One time out of 10. That's not even to the finals. That's to the conference finals. Okay? In basketball, would you agree that it's a team game? 
course. You need flow. You need ball movement. You need cuts. You need guys working together, right? Right. When the ball gets to its hands, it stops. It doesn't move anymore. Mm. Okay. 6-8-240, like we mentioned. He plays defense when he wants to. Very capable of playing defense. Can get you a couple of block shots in a game. Right. No reason why he can't do it consistently. He doesn't do it consistently. So that's very laissez faire. Yes. His body language sucks. Mm-hmm. He's not a vocal leader. Whenever things are going well, he's all happy and go lucky. Mm-hmm. When things are going bad, he becomes very defensive. Okay. And he makes nobody on his team better. So to me, the cons far outweigh the pros. I'd love to have him on my team, not as a number one, at the very most a number two. Mm. And career playoff record, 20 games under 500, 23 and 43. So that, 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 and, and if it was anybody else but Carmelo, that would be a bust. Yeah. He reminds me of Dominique Wilkins, a great scorer, less athletic, but a great scorer. Dominique averaged the same thing, 25-6 and just under three assists, uh, multiple-time All-Star, always made it to the playoffs. Never Dominique never got out of the second round. Right. So these guys are elite talents, but they don't make anyone better. And ultimately, in my opinion, they're a waste of their talents. They're already talking about how uh, Carmelo leaves New York. New York seems like a more rejuvenated and and New York has been better, right? Better, better looking team. How's OKC looking? Not as rejuvenated, not as not as a dominant force as uh, people thought it was going to be. And you look at that stat sheet. Carmelo's taking the same amount of shots as Paul George. Carmelo's taking the same amount of shots as Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He's the third. You're the third best player on that team. Exactly. And that's should, exactly what it is. You should not be taking that many shots. And it's not like he's old. He's not old. 32, 33. Yeah. I but mean, see, scoring is the only way he can be effective in a game. Right. He doesn't want to do the other things. Yeah. And, and, and this is a form This is a form for him now where uh, his old game, when he was like the, the, the Denver Nuggets game that he had, could benefit him. Like, this is where he should be playing at that level. But he still looks like he does not want to revert to that or can revert to that. So True. Yeah, it looks George, George Carl has some bad things to say about him. He couldn't work with D'Antoni. He didn't like Mike Woodson's defensive system. Uh, couldn't play with Jeremy Lin. He's not a team guy. Yeah. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What else do you have on the table there? Derek Rose taking personal time off during the season yeah i found that interesting uh i saw i noticed that he hadn't been playing a a couple of games and i i just as you thought i thought it was injury i thought it was injury too yeah but it seems as though he's taking personal time to uh i guess reevaluate his situation his professional situation you know there's always been problems with derrick rose if he wasn't getting played one point something million dollars i'd have a big problem with this because if you're getting paid you know, millions. Of, he's getting paid, you know, millions of dollars. But if you're getting yeah. paid multi millions of dollars, you you better come to work. Yeah. I got to go to work, and I make under hundred grand a year. Uh, as per ESPN.com, uh, Cavaliers guard Derek Rose after team and is seriously reevaluating the future in the NBA league. Sources has said uh, the growing uncertainty inside the outside, inside and outside the franchise about whether he will return to the team is a question, says the league and its sources. Rose has missed 11 of the last 18 games this season, including the past seven because of a sprained ankle. And Rose's increasing frustration with injuries is causing him to question his desire to continue to play the league. Now, I can understand that. If it's because of the injuries, 
I can understand and get that, but there's something more there. There's something missing to this story. He's always been an introverted person. Mm -hmm. And one thing about people who are introverted and secluded, that can really start messing with your mind. So I I really don't know what to make of Derrick Rose. All I know is that if I'm a GM, I'm not investing multi-millions of dollars in signing him. Although although the Cavs have made a bounce back uh, with a seven-game win so far, um, they still, you know, Having to deal with the Isaiah Thomas injury and now with this, it, it, it kind of puts a hamper on what their, their initial plans were. And, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. It leaves, it leaves you to, de- it leaves you to think about whether or not this experiment that's happening in Cleveland is actually going to be, uh, successful. And I don't think Cleveland's the best place for him. There's nothing to do in that city. He's just sitting there waiting for Isaiah Thomas to come back. They're playing well without him and he has to be questioning his worth on this team right now. Yeah. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Trump support supporters are bashing, bashing LeVar, LeVar. LeVar. Yeah, but except the, the funny part about it is the supporters are, are, are bashing LeVar because LeVar Ball says that he Trump had nothing to do with his son being um, saved from China, being returned to the United States from China. Yeah. But the best part about it is that a lot of these fucking dumb Trump supporters are <laughs> bashing LeVar Burton, you know, the host of Reading Rainbow and yeah. Star Trek, yeah. not LeVar Ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get one thing straight, man. These kids did a dumb thing in a non-democratic China. Yeah. And I, I do think Trump had something to do with bringing them back. So to go out in public and say that shoplifting is not a big deal was wrong by LeVar. But I can understand why he said Trump... He doesn't know anything to Trump. He can't publicly go out and say that because then it'll be like backing and supporting Trump. Right. So I get it. Yeah, you got, you got to see that that aspect. And but. at this point, nothing LeVar Ball says should be taken seriously. And you got two ego heads going back and forth. It's like, come on, really? That'll never end. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown? Mike Francesca believes he can manage the Yankees. Apparently, Did I hear this right? Apparently, apparently he's made a, a, a statement in which that with his knowledge and his availability that he can be the manager of the Yankees. What do you think? Every sports analyst believes that they can manage. Hell, <laughs> yeah, I believe right. I can coach the fucking Giants. <laughs> Everybody. I, I want to be Whoopi like in that movie that she takes uh, a shot. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie. I want to be Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> and just manage the Knicks for the rest of the season. I mean, everybody believes that they have that fucking. Until they get the job and they realize that yeah, there's more to it. That it's actually work. You know, baseball managers is probably the most diminished managers in the game. They're getting all these analytics now. All the decisions are made for them. All you got to do is manage egos. Right. But, um,. No, I don't think so, Mike. And there's also a thing to where you need to have some type of um, baseball background. Like you've actually probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's not like, you know, I've always had this debate with individuals where they say the best coaches or best managers used to be athletes. And I don't believe that's entirely true. Yeah, I don't believe that's because, oh, because you don't know in-game situations. You never have a feel like what it is to be pressured yeah. and all that stuff. And with that being said, it's like, okay, but there's still a way to still manage and coach games and yet also feel feed off your players. Absolutely. So, but I think in the case of Mike, Mike Francesca is like, um, I think you're shooting for the moon here and you just wanted to be I part of a conversation. I, I don't think cause you never played uh, sports on an elite level. Doesn't mean you don't know just as much about sports or mm. that sport than the person who played it. I don't believe that you can right. watch and you can play, you know, in your spare time, you know, not as competitive, but I think, some guy, a guy like Mike Francesco, who's been who's been watching the game for what forty, fifty yeah. years. I think he can bring something to the table, especially in today's age where it's all analytics. Plus, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody hired from a uh, behind a microphone 
that wasn't a former athlete or a former coach be hired at a team. Like I've never seen anybody just like hey. I, I haven't it's either. Like, you ever seen the team, the, the the movie Little Big League with the little kid who became the manager of the Minnesota Twins? Yeah, yeah. Like that shit. <laughs> yeah, true. Because his grandfather gave him the league, the, the fucking team. No, it won't happen. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Nice. I like that intro. <laughs> Manu Bo, could he have been a hundred years old while playing? <laughs> he looked it though. Yeah, he uh, did look old. Yeah, I always said it that when I was when I was younger, I did that he didn't look his age. And I was just like Yeah. It, it looked like an old man playing in the game, but apparently it seems as though it said that he could have been at the end of his career as as old as probably fifty, fifty one years Let old. Let me tell you something. Uh United States birth certificate is not that difficult to manufacture. So imagine one that's from another country. country. I can make a, a birth certificate. All I need is Photoshop and like uh, a good really? fucking ink water. Uh, ink Let mark. me know yeah. right now. I yeah, don't want to be I, 10 years younger. I, I, listen, I used to do some things back in the days, especially when I, I needed to get players to play in a certain division in a, in a basketball uh, tournament. You were one of those coaches? Listen, it, it, was, it was one Where of those. Is the integrity? It was, listen, it, listen, don't boo me. Don't boo me! You fucking <laughs> <laughs> The kid was older by a couple of months. I just had to shave a couple of months off. That's so you were bringing in ringers? Just, just, just by a couple of months. 26. He, listen, he was... Listen, when you play Little League, if you have a mustache, you can still play. A mustache? He had a full beard and a goatee. <laughs> I'm very disappointed at this turn of events. But listen, let me tell you, Manu Bo, I, I always say... He, but uh, shout out to his son. He actually chose um, Oregon as his uh, his college. His son or his father? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, I see his son playing. He looks okay. Yeah, he he looks decent. He's just big. He's a tall kid, man. He's almost. What he's do you almost, expect? Yeah, he's like seven. He's like seven two, seven three at high school level. Yeah, he's chosen Oregon over uh, Kentucky and um, okay. U- uh, US, uh, USC. So um, yeah, it, it's Manute Bowl could have been sixty seven years old by the time he was out of the, the NBA. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble. Gum. Seems like Jesus Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Ray Allen, has been catfished. Well, um, yeah, there's a big <laughs> a big story. I don't even it. want to touch this story. There's a big story behind this one. Apparently, um, apparently Ray Allen has been in a tryst with a person online and um, comes to find out that the individual... That he was having these uh, rendezvous with online turned out to be a guy, Ugh. and now the guy is claiming that no, it wasn't a catfish situation. It was more of a uh, gay relationship. Really? Yeah. Second part to this story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, there's a, there's a. He does look a little sus, Ray Allen, right? <laughs> the way he handles that rock and shoots so smoothly from three. Yeah. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I like to stay outside the lines. <laughs> As for TMZ, the man who obtained a restraining order against Ray Allen says he is not catfishing the NBA star. The two were, rom- were in a romantic relationship, but Ray Ray attorney tells TMZ the man is lying. As previously reported, Allen is in a legal war with Brian Coleman, a staffer in the communications department at University of Central Florida. Yikes, that's right, bitch. You know, this is really surprising. I hope it's not true. Ray Allen was someone who always held, had some high moral standards, mm-hmm. you know, and um, he always preached to do the right thing. He's married with children, and, you know, I hope it's not true. The truth, according to Coleman, is that Allen offered up his info along with the pictures and videos, knowing full well that Coleman is a man. He says that the relationship goes back several years. 
That's right. Listen, let the flat those flowers fly. Don't let nobody hold you back, girl. If this is who you are, then who you be. Let that rainbow room let you go. Let get out of that closet, bitch. Nah, but if you know, <laughs> I'll stay out of the rainbow room. It, it. It's kind of it's kind of fucked up that it's like if if it does occur that he is gay or whatever, yeah. then it has to come out this way. You shouldn't have to be exposed uh, who you are. But you know, let let's see how this this um this unfoils. The truth always comes out. That's right, Ray. That's right. We would support you, bitch, with regardless. Some very somber news about Terry Glenn. Yeah, that was crazy. Died in a car accident, wasn't? Yeah. How old was he? 40, uh, for 42? 42, too young. Too young in Arizona, died in a car accident. And, um, shout out to Ohio State. That's probably the only thing that I've, the only fucking thing I ever say about Ohio State, but they, they, they wore his, um, his decal on their jerseys today, uh, okay. giving him a, a, a memorial for Terry Glenn. Uh, New England Patriot. I remember him best on the Patriots. It was always more of a number two than a number one. Mm-hmm. But one thing I remember him about him, he always had good hands, mm-hmm. was never afraid to go over the middle, and was an exceptional route runner, which, was, you know, I appreciate. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. That was what, uh, that's what I remember him for. Uh, once again, um, unfortunate passing of former NFL player Terry yeah. Glenn. Melancholy, rest in peace. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. The NFL is considering changing the rules and regulations and policies when it comes to national anthem. Seems as though that uh, they want to get, they want to put it away. Like they want to just, they want, they want to push this under the rug yeah. now. Of course, after the fact, another example where they're behind the eight ball in terms of the NBA and their progressiveness, where the NBA handled this proactively, and the NFL is handling this in terms of a reactive nature. Right. So. But see how it goes. once again, it's also another thing to where the media has now shined a line on it too too heavy now, because before it wasn't a problem. I like I said, I remember when games would start and the national anthem wasn't even played on the TV. Yeah. The, a beer commercial was running while the national anthem was going on. But now it's hurting the dollars, and that's when people start to pay attention. Is it really hurting the dollars? Do they think well, it's hurting ratings. Let's, is it really hurting? Is the national anthem really? No, hurting the ratings? national anthem. No, you know, I had a conversation with someone this weekend, and you know what? Maybe hurting ratings the most. The NFL may be doing it to themselves with the red zone. More people are watching NFL Red Zone because of fantasy and because they can get all the actions of all the games right. in one sitting instead of watching individual games. Right. So the Red Zone is broadcast on the NFL Network as opposed to primetime 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock games that are advertised on CBS and Fox. Right. So they're losing ratings on individual games, but the NFL is gaining ratings with the Red Zone. No, so they may true. be doing it to themselves. Yeah, but yeah right. It's probably, it's probably um, self-mutilating uh, self- themselves. So the NFL's uh, and, and uh, owners are considering possibly uh, policy changes in which would occur in which the players uh, do not have a withstanding with the national anthem rather than they coming out on the field that they can stay in the locker room until the, the anthem is done. This cannot happen and will not change until they get together with the players and most likely Kaepernick and they come to a resolution and implement some tor- some type of agreement as far as dollars or a special month in which they give back to the community to appease the players. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? Yeah, that'll run. That'll that'll be it. We're done. We're done. I have a little uh, closing salvo that I'd like to play, oh, if please. you don't mind. Sure, sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, this will be the closing salvo of the one and only 
Just Daniel. Take it away. Born in Brooklyn and raised in Baltimore, the purest of my generation, just born to score. So much promise round one pick three, just off a national title at Syracuse, 2003. Seven plus years with the Nuggets of Denver, one trip to the Western Conference Finals to remember. It's never what he has, but rather what he hasn't, forces a trade to the Knicks, depleting their talent. I'm coming home, three fingers to the dome, for all to admire. His game doesn't mesh with Amari Stoudemire's. Knicks fans ignore the flaws and the sins. He was jealous over the attention received by Jeremy Lin. Surrounded by veteran leaders like Camby, Mar, and Thomas and Kidd was the last he shined and shimmered. It ends in the second round with him getting blocked on the baseline by Hall of Famer Roy Hibbert. Can't play for D'Antoni who helps everyone to score, let me post on the block. Give me the ball more. Bring in Phil Jackson, the Zen master, 11 rings. Mellow can't adjust. I'll just do my own thing. Goodbye, NYC. Hello, OKC. Hoodie Mellow is here. A championship I'll bring, you'll see. 20 games in, off to a bad start. I'm still the best player, even with Westbrook on the arc. Jab step to the right, rising above his man, is his best bet. Perfect rotation, swoosh, nothing but net. A leader, selfless, a great teammate and self-progression is always the best way to go. Or I can always do me and stay mellow. You you wax poetic over there, sir. Thank you very much. Next time, next time, I'm gonna actually find music that you're gonna do this behind, not as a rap, but more as like a poetic thing, like if we were doing like a like a like spoken word. That's actually pretty cool. See, I like that. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that to the stage. Thank cool. you. That was just Daniel, ladies and gentlemen. That was just Daniel. All right, guys, make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Just Daniel has just gotten himself a social media outlet. To, to, to find him you have an Instagram as well yes Facebook Daniel Nieves and uh, Just Daniel and an Instagram and a Twitter Just Daniel 86 one word oh shit look at this Listen, he's like I said ladies and gentlemen he's finally entered 2017 when 2018 is like a month away so Just Daniel welcome to the, please be kind he's, 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 he's back when you was on Facebook what was it that was on there like uh, were you writing in like Sanskrit or some shit? Was it, it was very close. Was to, it in Latin? <laughs> it was very close to MySpace still being around. Oh, okay. Wow, shit. Damn. So, yeah, that was early. That was like late. Yeah. Ooh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I can't promote self progression and not progress myself. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Make sure you check us out on social media. Outlet. Check us out on Facebook on the like group page. Uh, regular season sportscast. Check us out on Twitter at allwjsanti. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports and on YouTube the regular season sportscast. And also make sure you check out RageWorks. RageWorks.net is where you get everything under one umbrella. You want comic books? It's there. TV shows, movies? It's there. Pop culture is there. Wrestling? We got you. All under one umbrella. Turnbuckle Tabloid, the regular season sportscast, Call Me When It's Over, The Variant Issue, Black is the New Black. Why go anywhere else? It's all there at RageWorks.net. Guys, going to check you out next week. Thank, thank you once again, sir. That, you know, I'm, you, that was actually really good. 
We're gonna try to bring this every week. That was nice. I I I, I actually thought you were gonna fall on your face, but I, the whole Stoudemire line. Like, yeah, I was a cli- little nervous. It yeah, clicked though. What I'm saying, yeah. Maddie, did you like that? Thank you, sir. Right. <laughs> Guys, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I am the t- the king of talk style, and uh, just Daniel, our um, our resident poet. Nice. Yeah. Catch you guys on a rebound. Squash. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Regular season sports cast.